Yeah, J, J to the, uh, uh-huh, I think I'm gonna like this one, man. I just put some money out of my pocket, niggas fucking running. What's up, family? Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy, J to the, uh, J, and you are listening to Making Music with J to the, oh, let's dive right into today's podcast. So, in today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about the fact that it does not matter what D-A-W-U use. Now, let's see what I actually mean by that. So, you got several different D-A-W manufacturers. In case you don't know what D-A-W is, it is Digital Audio Workstation. I call it DAW. So, if you hear me say DAW, I mean D-A-W or D or Digital Audio Workstation. But I digress. So there are several different manufacturers out there. The main ones that people use today are Pro Tools, Cubase, uh, Persona Studio One, Logic, and we'll even throw GarageBand in there. And then there are some up-and-coming ones such as Reaper. Uh, You have Cakewalk, which has been around for ages. In fact, Cakewalk was the very first digital audio workstation I used. I still remember it to this day. All you could do is, uh, excuse me, all you could do is record uh, MIDI. That's all you could do. That that was really, really back in the day. In fact, I would sync it to my, uh, my Roland, I think it was Roland 840. Uh, recorder digital recorder that was a blast back then but I digress again so you got that cakewalk was bought out by band labs now it's called band labs sonar it's a whole big old chain of mess but anyway it's a it's becoming very popular I don't particularly like it but that don't mean shit and what else you got out there you got waveform uh, which used to be traction it comes with all of the Mackie software or whatnot that's just a lot of stuff out there and of course you can't forget fruity loops fruity loops is primarily a music production software but people use it to record full songs too and to tell you the truth an end user probably would not have and when i say end user i mean a listener would not have a clue as to what that song was recorded on so why do we get so caught up in a particular software now back in the day Pro Tools was the number one software to use if you had a recording studio and I had a recording studio uh, that I was making money off of I couldn't afford that whole uh, digital design setup so I just had the basic 0001 I had an inbox that type of level and just because I put Pro Tools in my ads because back then you had to actually run ads in the back of newspapers to get clients I would get clients now you know that was kind of my hustle because they would come in there and they would see pro tools they didn't have a clue what they were looking at all they saw was pro tools on my computer but then after we get the recording they'd be like oh it don't sound like uh the last studio i went to i'm like hmm i don't know i don't know i got the same software they didn't have a clue it was a whole ten thousand dollar hd system that they went to the last time that shit was funny as hell. But anyway, I digress again. My point of this whole podcast is to let you know, don't get caught up in what DAW 
everyone else is using. You use what is best for you. And what you will find out is the more you get involved with this stuff, the more you try out different DAWs, you will see that there will be something that stand out to you in a particular software that you may like more than the next. There is no perfect software. I have tried them all. You can watch my videos. I do reviews. I do songs and all of them. I have tried them all and there is no one particular software that, that does everything well. And what I mean by that is most of them will have the same feature. Most of them will record audio. Most of, most of them support VST instruments, have effects and so forth. Pretty much the same features. But it's how you feel when you are interacting with that particular software. That will be the deciding factor, I'm telling you. So when you're trying to decide what software to use and you're looking through all of these feature sets that they have on their website, you're going to see the same feature sets. You'll see a software that may have 200 million feature sets and you'll find yourself, you still using them same damn feature sets that came in the free version and nobody knows. So don't get caught up in all of these new latest and greatest features. Look, I still to this day use Cubase 9.5. It's still loaded on my laptop, but I have Cubase 11 too, and that's not even the pro version. I've been using Elements forever. I do not need Cubase Pro. I don't need that $500 software. Now, maybe if I was had a full recording studio or whatever, who film, maybe I would need it, but 99% of the people that's recording music, they don't need that. You don't need it either. So don't get caught up in all of these various feature sets. Just find something that you, because each software is going to specialize in a certain thing better than the next software, depending on who is using the software. So someone may tell you, oh, Cubase has this great sampler, but somebody may be a, a big fan of Studio One and say, yeah, it's okay, but I like my Studio One. Is one better than the other? Nope. It's that this in particular individual like using this one, the other particular individual like Lou using that one. So don't worry about what Tom, Tom and Jerry over here are using. Figure out what's going to work best with you and stick to it. A lot of people use Reaper. They will live and die by Reaper. Reaper is free. I have used Reaper before. I've recorded a few songs in it, and it's just not sticking with me. It does pretty much everything anything else does, but it does, just doesn't stick with me. And most of the time, people will say, well, you need to just play with it for a while. No, I don't. I don't need to play with it for a while because I know... I can go over to Cubase Elements and get stuff done way quicker than what I can do in Reaper. For my preference, I like Pro Tools for recording and mixing. Does it does? And Pro Tools, if you ask me, is one of the most rudimentary softwares there is. But why is it the most popular one? That's a question you have to ask yourself. Hadn't, hell, they just changed the, the way the interface looked a couple of years ago. You know, and it's still being, being the leader, leading software out there. So, you know, it's just crazy how people tend to choose one software not because of what is good for them, but because someone else uses it. 
Now, like I said before, if you're trying to run a recording studio, you have to do what the particular customer wants. If they want to see Pro Tools, you better have Pro Tools. They don't know nothing about And you can go ahead and explain it all day long of how much uh, this Cubase software is just as good. But if they want a Pro Tools, they want to see Pro Tools. If they want to see Cubase, they want to see Cubase. So you got to have that because that's all part of the deal of running a recording studio. But if you just sit up in your bedroom and you feel like you need Pro Tools because everybody else uses Pro Tools and you know full well nothing that you are doing is going to go no farther than that particular bedroom studio and the internet. You're not going to, to a studio across town and need to transfer files. Why do you need Pro Tools if you know for a fact that you like Reaper better? Don't get caught up in the names. Don't get caught up in feature sets that you will probably never use. It may be a conversation piece. If a homeboy come over and you're like, yeah, man, I can even do this in here. Oh, yeah, let me hear something where you did that. Well, I ain't used it yet. I just know I could do it. You're going to look like a damn fool because you done paid $500 for some shit you ain't even going to use. Shit. Don't get me started, y'all. Don't get me started. So back to the original point, it doesn't matter what software you use, what DAW you use, but whatever you use, become a master at it. My particular problem is I dibble and dabble in pretty much in a, well, we'll just say between four different software DAWs, Persona Studio One, Cubase Elements, Pro Tools, Waveform, and even FL Studio. So really, what's that, five? I dibble and dabble in all of those. Why? Because that is part of the fun for me. Not necessarily the end product. Because I, you know, I'm old. I do songs because I want to do songs in this particular software. I feel like mixing in this particular software. That's kind of weird. I know. It is what it is. That's why you will see several different types of software being used in my YouTube videos. Because I use them all. Because that is the fun of doing this for myself I'll, I have to do songs in order to use the software if that makes any sense which it probably don't I still enjoy making songs but I'm not trying to do nothing with it that's just something that I do in order to record in the various pieces of software because the engineering is really what I enjoy the most but I ain't got nobody else to record so I gotta record myself so it is what it is anyway in summary, don't get caught up in all of this mess, y'all. Figure out what DAW works best for you, and that's the one you should use and focus on. This is your boy Jake to the R. Make sure you make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel where this is going to be uploaded as well, and I will keep them coming. If you're looking for tutorials and Cubase. Uh, Studio One, Pro Tools, I got all of them on the YouTube channel too. Peace.